What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome, friends. Hello to you all. Welcome to the Eric Zancho Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week. Uh, got my got my new shirt on. This is it. This is the one I was uh, supposed to wear last time I was podcasting. It's kind of cut off at the bottom, but you get the idea. Uh, how ridiculous is it that I would be wearing a shirt that says local celebrity? Thank you to Amy. That is very funny and fun. Speaking of fun, the pooches are here. Look at those two. Bruce and Darla sleeping head to head. So cute. Uh, uh, O'Neal is over there. Uh, allergy season has started for our old boy. And he is uh, not liking it. My God. Uh, <laughs> Tyler says... Does it say, do you know who I am on the back? <laughs> okay, folks, I am going up north again. We'll be doing the show from Fear Bunker North on Friday. That will be fun. So uh, driving up on uh, on Thursday. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really like the idea of, um, uh, you know, the long weekend, but still working, you know, keeping my hand. I, you know, I didn't think that it would be... Um, as easy of a uh, setup now, but I'm really used to it. So loving that just provided the wonky internet doesn't fuck up. Uh, thanks for the patience on the day off yesterday. It wasn't really a day off. I had plenty of things going on. It was not for hour and hour. It was, uh, because as the steward of the NFK, it was, uh, all hands on deck, uh, to get him prepared for this and, actually physically to his doctor for his colonoscopy endoscopy. Now, let me straight up with you. I was a little concerned about this because um, I was a little, um, you know, by the way, welcome new person TM Foster 2. I appreciate you. Don't be a stranger. Make friends. I was a little bit uh, concerned because, uh, well, he's never had one of these and it's not like he's a picture of health, but he always seems to uh, pull through with, uh, with a pretty good report from his doctor. And, and that's, and that's the case again. I'll, I'll just cut to the chase that he is uh, totally fine. Uh, he did have a polyp that our very own Tyler, I think is, um, well, a person who, it might be a different person, but Tyler is the one in the audience who actually uh, prepares the polyps to be looked at closer with like a, I don't know, microscope or whatever the hell. He's the guy that actually has to slice the fucking uh, polyp like Paulie cutting up uh, garlic and Goodfellas when he's in the joint, cutting it with a, a razor br- a blade. Boy, that was a horrible reference. Nobody got it. Jesus Christ. 
I mean, he might, and then that would be very graphic. But uh, so the doc comes in and he says to me, yeah, uh, there was a little bit of impacted feces that was in the way. And I was like, God, you know, do you have to be so uh, literal? Why can't you just say there was uh, our, our, what we could see was obstructed. And uh, we had, a I don't know what it was. He said something about the polyp was, I don't know if it was in kind of like a quagmire of some, uh, some, some crap that got kind of got hung up at the turn or something like that. But the cleansing didn't go 100. It wasn't 100% effective. So there was a, an errant turd from probably 1986 uh, hung up in there. So they couldn't get as uh, good of a look as they wanted. However, they did say they got one polyp. And now I had one polyp. For him to only have one polyp, I think, is a win. Uh, prior to that, it was prep day. That was Sunday. Now, I have to do everything. Uh, get all the stool softener. We buy all the stool softener. We buy the gas pills. Uh, he has this stuff that it's a, it's a, it's a gallon jug with this, um, uh, material in it that you add water to it. And then every, uh, 15 minutes you have to drink eight ounces and by dose three or four, he's in the toilet. Diana says to me ahead of time, she goes, make sure you tell him to just use a one bathroom. And I'm like, ah, my God. By the way, Tyler, of course, uh, privacy laws. He says, I will say nothing further other than I am indeed the show polyp insider. Send me a text. If you actually, uh, and I won't reveal it. Send me a text either with yes or no. Yes. Meaning you did dissect the NFK's polyp. Or no, you did not. And I swear on a stack of King James Bibles, I will not reveal. Corey goes with the low-hanging fruit to Tyler. How did it taste? The fuck? Um, so my man starts at noon. And I was like, I was preparing him. I go, yeah, dude, this is going to suck. This is the worst part of all of this, the prep. After that, it's no big deal. You know, they they put you nighty-night, and the next thing you know, you're waking up, and it's over. By the way, I think I um, uh, the nurse wanted to take me home, and I'll explain why. Um. So he's taking the prep and the next thing, about 30, 45 minutes into it, he's in the bathroom and, um, believe it or not. Well, I haven't gone through and checked the bathroom, but he did stay in one bathroom. Um, and I guess he's fine. He actually powered through quite well. Um, there's really nothing outstanding about his efforts there. I thought for sure. Um, I was a little concerned that, he wasn't going to be able to make it at the toilet. So I was going to suggest to him that he just stay on the toilet for about six hours. Not kidding. And then I said, you can't expect that. of him." I go, yeah, you're right. Let's just roll the dice and hope that he makes it. And he did. So then he's done eating. We get up yesterday. 
Uh, I've got the not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast and something to listen to while I'm away for you, which I got a lot of comments about that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, off we go. We get in there. Uh, it's only going to take 40 minutes. They go down the throat. They go in the in the colon. And then just enough time for me to go to the cafeteria and uh, pig out like an animal. Hang on. So this is all very uneventful. Uh, he has, uh, when he's walking, okay, the NFK is recovering. And uh, the doc is uh, explaining that he has an ulcer. And um, there's some medicine you can take for that. Well, uh, first of all, he starts waking up. And um, the nurse is kind of encouraging me to say his name and talk to him as he comes out of the uh, Michael Jackson killing medicine, propofol. And, and that literally was the medicine. So um, then, like, uh, she says to me, she goes, who are you? I go, I'm his brother-in-law. I'm Eric. And uh, she goes, oh, okay. And then um, she tells him that she wants to get him further up on the bed so that she can, like, sit him up. And he's not really responding. So I go in there and I grab under his arm. And uh, and she grabs under his arm. I go, okay, let's do it. And, like, I helped. And I think she might have been a little wet because of uh, my take charge and care on my brother-in-law. You see, nurses love that. Nurses, their job is, um, you know, all the, all the basic things that have to be cared for to make sure that the patient is comfortable. So when a family helper takes on caregiver duties, it makes them moist. So I'm very, very certain that this 30-year-old nurse who did smile at me uh, was extremely in love with your old pal, Easy. And this is yet another example of, um, you know, Eric Zane will charm any woman. It doesn't matter the age. Uh, does it, well, hell, it doesn't, any human, it doesn't matter the gender. If I decide, and I didn't then, but if I had said, I really want to turn on the charm, uh, we could have been doing it in the same bed with the NFK right there. Absolutely convinced of this. Then, um, so he's got like phlegm in his throat and he wants to get rid of it. And, uh, I sensed it. So I went and grabbed a bunch of these sea full towels and I held it up to him. I go here, spit into this. And he did. And, uh, then I wiped off his mouth. And she goes, oh, my God, what a good brother-in-law. Now, at this point, okay, um, they're going to have to get a mop for the floor that she's on the side that she, of the bed that she's standing on. And then, like, his, he, like, tears would form in the corner of his eye. His eyes are watering. And then I'm wiping off his eyes, and she's like, oh, my God. So this all happened. This is, uh, this is what I'm telling you. Holy cow. Corey says, and then the nurse had something in her throat. Boy, you're all over it today. She smiled because she, wait a minute. She smiled because you reminded her of her grandpa. 
course, of course. Chris got my reference. Tyler slices those polyps so thin they dissolve in the butter. Are you pregnant? It sounds like your water just broke. All right. Then I'm talking to the NFK when we're um, actually the nurse is he's come out of it completely the sedation. He's just kind of getting his bearings. And uh, the nerf, the the nerf, the nurse is describing the uh, polyps to him or the uh, ulcer. And he starts describing, I think he thinks he has it pinned down to the moment that he actually got an ulcer. Now he may be right. I don't know. But he claims that several years ago, he took uh, a little bit too much pain medicine. Like, Tylenol or whatever the fuck. And his claim is that it burnt a hole in his stomach. That might be true. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm maybe a doctor told him that, but he's describing it to the nurse and he goes, well, yeah, you see, I took some of that acetaminophen and took a little bit too much and then like he made that noise took a little too much and then and he made a hand motion while he made that noise took a little too much and burned a hole in my stomach and uh, now i've heard the noise before i've never i don't think i've ever really talked about this this happens from time to time when he's in a discussion with someone and he could use that noise to denote anything. Now, I actually thought that sounded appropriate. If you want to denote a, uh, a a hole in your stomach, that's well, that's what he does. Uh, you could say, "Hey, Kevy, uh, do you want two pieces of chicken or one with dinner?" I'll have one. And so it's so normal around here that I've, I've never really talked about it. And so now he goes, yeah, took a couple of them pain relievers. There's a hole in my stomach. I'm like, oh shit. And then, uh, we're driving home. Does it again. Same exact thing. Same story. Throws that in for no particular reason. God, I got to get that on video. So he's been doing it a long time, but I've never discussed it with you. Uh, he goes home. All is well. Uh, good report. Uh, we're just glad he's got it behind him. I'm telling you, man, he is turning the corner. Had he not moved in with us, I'm telling you, he'd be dead. And that's no bullshit. But uh, so that's good. He is... Uh, Doing as uh, as well as he can be back in the chair, back to watching TV, back to chewing the tobacco, back to eating uh, Stouffer's and um, drinking coffee and having a good time. Thank you for your concerns. Thank you for the patience. And uh, as I was away for a day, hopefully you still enjoyed what I was able to put up there to some degree. Not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast and something to listen to while I'm away. 
Uh, I was delighted to see that our old pal Oliver Anthony clarified something with the masses that I'm going to play for you right now in case you missed it. Uh, He's bigger than ever. And um, Ron DeSantis quoted him in the debate last week. And um, Oliver Anthony has decided to set the record straight uh, about that exact thing. Now, I don't think they actually played the song, but it was referenced. Maybe they did play the song. I did not. I did not watch a fucking thing. I looked for it. I couldn't find it anywhere. But um, so as they're talking on the debate, I mean, everybody wants to be all about Oliver Anthony right now. And as you know, uh, the song has become, had become an anthem for people on the right. And as predicted, I, I, I said that they would, the people on the right will embrace this song and, and fuck it up and try to make it their own. And because of that, um, some on the left will try to bring Oliver Anthony down. No, they did not play the uh, song. But he said when he first rose to fame, I'm right in the middle. Okay. And my song is just about struggles. It isn't so much. It's my thoughts. It isn't so much about, um, uh, what I, what uh, right or left. But after it was talked about in the debate, he, uh, shot another video from inside of his truck, which I just love it. You you can hear the rain pitter pattering. As uh, Oliver Anthony talks. So I think I got this video check, audio check. Here we go. Oh, shit. Billions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond have put us in this situation. Well, you know, like it was funny seeing my song in the it was fun. It was funny seeing it at the presidential debate. Because it's like, I wrote that song about those people, you know? So for them to have to sit there and listen to that, uh, that cracks me up. <laughs> uh, but it was funny kind of seeing the response to it. Like, that song has nothing to do with Joe Biden, you know? It's a lot bigger than Joe Biden. Um, Succeed. When the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars, those rich men north of Richmond have put us in this situation. Okay, so DeSantis thought he was so clever. You know, who's going to be the first person to work Oliver Anthony um, into into the debate, you know? And, uh, you know, he was told by his people, make sure you work in the Oliver Anthony song. Make sure you do that because uh, that's like a one of us song. Uh, Nate said they did play some of the song at the beginning of the debate. Maybe that's why he was referring to that. Um, however, he did clarify further, and uh, I want to read this. So after he shot that video from his truck when he said, you know, the song is about those people. For, for uh, To be fair, he wrote, 
this will be my last post about politics on social media. I apologize for beating a dead horse, but I just need to address this quote in my video earlier since it's being misquoted and misinterpreted this evening. Corporate news is now trying to twist me into being a Biden supporter. Laughy emoji. Now, I didn't for once think he was. Stupid people would believe that he supports Joe Biden. Quote, that song has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It's a lot bigger than Joe Biden. End quote. Is referencing DeSantis's response to my song. He talks about needing to get Joe Biden out as if that would automatically solve all the problems. Biden is a big part of the issue, but it runs much deeper. Rich Men North of Richmond is about corporate-owned D.C. politicians on both sides. Though Biden's most certainly a problem, the lyrics aren't exclusively, exclusively knocking Biden. It's bigger and broader than that. It's knocking the system collectively, including the corporate-owned conservative politicians that were on stage that night. Good night, everyone. Thanks again. But you see, a large number of the conservatives that love Oliver Anthony are stupid people. So they may turn on him despite him explaining himself appropriately. If you have half a brain, you didn't jump to any conclusion when he said what he said from the truck or what he said what he said here. You still just like his music. That's what a normal person should do, which there are not enough of. Like Nate over there. He may be a dumb fuck, but I don't think Nate is going to turn um, on Oliver Anthony because of all of this. The dumb fucks who will will be the ones who like boycott Bud Light and shit like that, which I still cannot get over the fact that Kid Rock is drinking Bud Light. What the fuck? Uh, Corey said he assumed that Oliver Anthony was a Trumper. Well, it's because you're a dumbass and you don't pay attention. I had said on this show many times that he maintained that he is a middle-of-the-road politician. Don't you listen when I talk? Maybe if you spent a little less time uh, writing out dumb fuck jokes and listening to what I tell you, uh, you may actually learn something during the podcast, you dipshit. By the way, when you're doing the uh, opening to your video game playing and you're going to chit-chat, you need to be more prepared. Okay? Not that I am all the time. But nobody wants to see you search for something like a dumbass. Nate says, hell no, I won't. He's great, and yes, I am a dumb fuck. LOL. I mean, I listen to this fraudulent show. Corey, I'm just giving you a hard time. But I think you could use a little bit more preparation. And then uh, resist the urge to step off the plan. You know, sometimes things pop in my head and I jump on it, but that's because I know I can get to it quickly. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are off and running on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I want to remind you that today, 
um, on Carl's YouTube channel, I believe, uh, we will be doing another edition of Who Are These Broadcasters? Eric Zane, Carl, and Christian Blatt in a big show. Oh, my God. That is at 3 p.m. Now, that is me crossing over and uh, joining those boys. That is a regular show that I do once a week now, 3 p.m. on Tuesdays. Uh, You can also listen to the audio podcast of that, downloadable on wherever you listen to Who Are These Podcasts. Show's a quick listen, usually just about an hour. We try not to make it any more than that, and it's a lot of fun. Christian is a uh, is a writer. In fact, he is um, he used to write for Dennis Miller, of all people, and the, he's very close with him. And he's absolutely hilarious and funny and sweet. And Carl, you all all know, is a giant tooth butt fuck. Uh, thank you to them for inviting me on to be part of that show. Okay, Patreon is available for you each and every day of the week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. When I say each and every day of the week, I mean something is posted every day. There might be one day that I don't post anything. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for free for seven days and give it a test drive. There's so much on Patreon, a hell of a lot more than on my free platform, that it's almost um, a, a chore to try to list it all. So I kind of picked one thing this week. In addition to the daily material that I post will be another edition of who are these Ottawa County fascists. Now, though that sounds very local, it is um, where I live, Ottawa County, Michigan. Once a month, they have these ridiculous board of commissioners meetings, which are streamed live. And then you can watch it later where the locals go up to the microphone and bitch about what the fuck is bothering them. And we are now taking those segments and Stu McAllister and I are reviewing these idiots on a show that runs about, I don't know. It depends 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, Who are these Ottawa County fascists? Another episode this week. You can try it out for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay. Local sponsors power this show. The free podcast that is Berlin Raceway. Online at BerlinRaceway.com. Racing this weekend. Saturday, we have three weekends of racing remaining. BerlinRaceway.com. I think three. What? Is it two? Could I have fucked that up? (gasps) Two weekends of racing. I'll be there on Saturday the 9th, berlinraceway.com for tickets or get tickets for this weekend. 14 bucks when you buy them online, 17 at the gate. 15 and under free, parking free. Bring in a cooler with all your snacks, no glass, no alcohol. That's all there available for you. All the alcohol you want. Uh, the Sip Shine Bar is an awesome place to hang out. They got a nice, it's a great atmosphere. I love what they've done there. After the race gets done, there's a band playing. People are hanging out, having drinks. Uh, it's 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 great, great fun. Jeff over there, Jeff Striegel, who's general manager. Um, I, I love when it, he's such a businessman. I go, so how long has Sip Shine Bar? He goes, oh, we've, this is like our third or fourth year. I go, what, what, uh, what led you to this? He goes, well, we realized that after the races, 
people are going to go out and they want to hang out and have a, have a drink. So why don't they drink it here? And we can, uh, have an environment for them to have a good time. So they, they built that and it's paid off in spades. So much fun. Berlinraceway.com. Okay. Easy has to go potty already. Okay. So I'm going to do that and I'll be back. Big frog. Big frog. Big frog. Big frog. I had a, uh, got my physical today. Uh, things that I'm not looking forward to on the physical. Let's start with the beginning. Getting on the fucking scale. Uh, I'm really, really fat and I'm very, very unhappy about it. But unlike Kenny, I am struggling to actually do anything about it. I possess all of the information needed to be able to lose my fat. As Kenny says, oh, I'm struggling. Okay, that's news. When we last spoke. Oh, okay. You're not struggling. You're struggling because your back is injured. But you're still making solid food decisions, I'm guessing. Keep that up. Can you imagine? Because last week we talked about you losing 26 pounds. If your fucked up back that you have had an extra 26 pounds to lug around. Now, it's true that when you're a big boy like Kenny is. That like when you go on a diet. uh, You know, it's not uncommon for a person who's a who's a little porky like Kenny to drop like 50 pounds in an hour. Okay. So I'm not trying to diminish, uh, what, what you've done. Actually, actually, I'm, I'm just making a joke at your expense. That's, that's ridiculous. He says 27 pounds now and still trying. Keep it up. Keep it up. Take it easy. You're going to get through this. This too shall pass. That's what you say to people when things are fucked up. Like his back hurts like hell right now. Uh, and, and all, all you need to do is have someone say this too shall pass, you know, it's, uh, if somebody dies, Hey, this too shall pass. I actually like that one. You know, like when someone says, uh, when they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what, when something terrible happens to somebody, I think I'd be, um, most inclined to say this too shall pass unless if it's something that's so gigantic, um, then no, it, it, it won't actually pass. If it's something that's so horrific, like if, uh, you leave the house to go get a gallon of milk and then there's a gas explosion and the whole neighborhood is destroyed and everyone is obliterated. They don't even find any people. And then you're standing out in front of the house weeping. And then somebody walks up and says, Hey, this too shall pass. I'm going to fucking kill him. Uh, Corey says, go to a gym, Kenny, 
or a sports store, pick up a 25 to 30 pound weight and walk around just holding it puts in perspective what you lost. That's so true. Uh, Chris says when Zane can't piss, this too shall pass. God, the latest thing is um, when I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee. And it's usually two or three times a night, sometimes more. Like last night, I stopped drinking liquid at 5 p.m. and still woke up two or three times in the middle of the night to piss. Um, is um, I'll stand there and I, I just can't go. I mean, I can feel that I have to go, but I just can't. So I have to completely relax. So it usually takes like two or three minutes to completely relax and uh, and trick myself that I can go pee. It is an absolute nightmare. So I'm scared about getting on the scale. I'm scared of the doc uh, looking at my um, results from my blood work and giving me bad news, maybe putting me on cholesterol medication. Maybe my PSA levels are bad and, uh, you know, it might mean something more wrong is with this uh, with this prostate. God help us all. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to him asking me why I'm so fucking fat. I'm not uh, looking forward to when he sticks two fingers right in my butthole. And he does not go lightly. He doesn't like... Um, you know how like uh, sometimes when you're being intimate with your significant other... And you kind of work it in. He does not like work it in. He fucking jams it. Oh. And he didn't do that. He used to not do that. And now I think he really, I don't know what's changed. I don't know why his technique is so that he's just going to slam it right in there. Tyler says two fingers. Yes, he does two fingers. And uh, he does a little lube, thank God. But it's a, it's a total jam. You know, um, I got to thinking. Occasionally when I'm at uh, Bosco's Pub, um, because I have to wear uh, those neoprene gloves when I'm preparing food. And um, it's the same type of glove that he wears. Now, occasionally the glove will rip when you're like putting it on. And I'm wondering if he's ever done that with that jam technique and the whole thing like uh, uh, rips and his finger is like right there, you know? God damn. Lots of terrible comments. I'm not even going to read any of those, you animals. What a bunch of idiots. Checking to see if I got a text from somebody who might be in the chat to weigh in about someone's polyp. I'm, I have no texts. Probably a smart move. Okay, so that's today. And it's like a late in the day. A late in the day one. So like 545, I have to get, uh, I have to take care of this. Very, very busy day today. Okay, update. On the uh, dude who's in charge of um, Spain's national soccer team. That would be uh, Luis 
Rubiales. Remember that uh, that scenario where he he kissed the chick after they uh, won the World Cup? Um, It was a quick peck right on the mouth, grabbed her head. Jenny Hermosa is her name, the midfielder, and uh, kissed her right on the mouth. In the locker room, she was laughing when she said it, but she said, no, I didn't, I didn't like it, but it seemed a little playful. And then afterwards she, um, said no big deal. I guess it was a big deal. Now she's saying, um, I was pressured to say that, which makes this so much worse, so much worse. Oh no. The dude said, I'm sorry I did that. I should not have done that. Now, to me, that's your first mistake. Uh, if you're him, you should double down and say, well, yeah, that's what we do in Spain. And I, I, I wish I would have given them all kisses. They all deserve my kisses. I'm so proud of them. Kisses for everybody. Kisses for you, too. And just go around and start kissing people randomly. That's the only way you can navigate this because the second you show any type of weakness, you're fucked. He should kiss every person that he runs into from now on. But he didn't do that. And now this is gaining steam. And now the chick, uh, she's saying, no, this this was not okay. Uh-oh. Responding... Hermoso said in a statement, at no time did the conversation to which Mr. Rubiales refers to in his address take place. And above all, uh, was his kiss ever consensual? She added that she felt vulnerable and not respected. Uh, Because on Friday, Rubiales, the kisser, gave a defiant speech saying several times he would not stand down. Speaking of unjust campaigns and fake feminism. So I guess he kind of was doubling down. He also called the kiss, which took place after Hermoso collected her winner's medal mutual and described a conversation in which he asked the athlete for a small peck and she consented. Well, I guess he lied about that. So now you're really in trouble. She also described refusing requests to issue a statement to alleviate the pressure on Rubiales, saying she had been under continuous pressure to make a statement that could justify Mr. Luis Rubiales' actions. Oh, boy. The fallout over this behavior was built throughout the week, casting a spotlight on gender rights and sexism in a country that has seen huge marches against sexual abuse and violence. Now, I guess I'm part of the problem, admittedly, because when I saw him give her a smooch, I was like, who gives a fuck? But that is part of the problem from what I'm understanding. Um, Women don't want those kisses. Keep your lips off of women unless they say, hey, give me a smooch. Now, let's be honest here. It it didn't happen, but if it did happen where it were flipped, where a lady kissed a guy, 
Would there be outrage? Of course not. But women typically don't go around molesting guys. So I understand that. I don't, I'm not, I'm not supporting Rubiales here, but I did when I first saw it, because again, I'm part of the problem went, ah, well, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? But that's not okay. Hurricane Ashley says, speak for yourself. Wenji says a guy wouldn't complain. We're horny all the time. Yeah. If a chick kissed me on the mouth, um, you know, it'd be just, it'd be seconds until my ding dong was out. I'm kind of a horn dog. Um, ladies in the audience, how do you feel? Linda says I would have shoved him off and punched him. <laughs> oh boy. Tyler says solution. All athletes of all sports will now receive kisses from their sports governing body. Can't wait to see Roger Goodell smooching the Super Bowl winners this year. Hurricane Ashley says, isn't there a sliding scale with hotness versus right and wrong? Yes. That sliding scale exists. Like if the hottest chick in the world molests a 17 year old boy, boy student, that is, you know, no problem. Everybody knows that. And she adds, if he's a 10 out of 10, he can do it. If he's a five, he cannot. (laughs) Well, I think that guy's a five then, right? Kenny adds, it doesn't take a genius to know better. That guy is a dumb fuck, plain and simple. And then uh, H.A. says, like, Kenny cannot kiss me, but Amy can. Yeah, there's some real uh, lesbian tension, um, lesbian sexual tension between these two ladies who have significant others. Amy has made it known that she is part lesbian for Hurricane Ashley, and Ashley has said she's strictly dickly, but I think she may be willing to go muff to muff. This is all very odd to me. Maureen says that that comment made about Kenny is rude. Yes, it is, but it's also hilarious. Amanda says, see, I don't see any women ever being attracted to me, and I'm actually okay with that. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't know. So anyway, this guy is uh, is on the hot seat, and um, now there's... um. There's calls for him to resign. Okay. Let's see here. FIFA suspends him. Suspend soccer chief Luis Rubiales and coaches resign over this kiss. Oh, my God. FIFA said it was suspending Rubiales from all football-related activities at national and international level for 90 days. Rubiales says the kiss was consensual. That's not true. And has refused to resign over the incident. Um, yeah, this is ugly. And now the mom of this uh, Rubiales 
She went on a, on a fucking hunger strike. That makes this even more ridiculous. The mom of Luis Rubiales, the kisser, has locked herself in a church and is now on a hunger strike in protest of her son's treatment. I don't even know if those work anymore. You know, I remember growing up in the day and uh, the Irish Republican Army, uh, Bobby Sands, uh, he went on a hunger strike and he ended up dying. He went, he didn't eat for like weeks, might've been months. Uh, soccer chief's mom shut herself inside the church of the divine shepherdess in Ruby Alice's hometown, uh, in Spain. She said her protest would continue until the inhumane bloodthirsty witch hunt which my son is being subjected to came to an end well you dumb slut what the fuck is wrong with you i think the problem was okay the kiss was the kiss but then the aftermath when he's lying to everybody that's what always makes it worse it's a cover-up is worse than the crime not only did he lie but jenny hermosa was encouraged to uh, speak in support of him and she's like well fuck that i'm not doing that you idiots no, now I want this guy to have to resign. My God. So now he's being defiant. Um, the mom said there is no sexual abuse since there is consent on both sides. As the images prove, my son is incapable of hurting anyone. Well, you're a dumb slut because he grabbed her head and kissed her face. She is only making this worse. It's not like she said, kiss me. Uh, Ruby Alice's cousin, Vanessa Ruiz Behar, said his mother was on hunger strike saying, this is very hard to say that there is a harassment is not fair. No, it definitely was. Everyone in the world saw it. It was harassment. The lie makes it worse. You're a bunch of fucking idiots. Um... So, I mean, had he come up with a different plan to handle this, uh, I mean, who, who would have thought that, um, winning the world cup, which is the biggest trophy in sports. I mean, maybe not here, but it is in the U S I, nah, I wouldn't say that if the, if the U S won the world cup, uh, rightfully so, um, the only people who would give a fuck are dumb shits like blue state Rob who give a shit about soccer. Everybody knows soccer sucks tons of dick. There is no reason to pay any attention to this shit bag sport. The only time we give a shit about soccer is when this asshole like uh, kisses people on the face. That's the, that's the only thing I care about in the World Cup. The U.S. women lost and then all the Patriots said, hooray, we hate you because you take a knee. That was an interesting story. And then this story right here, I don't give a shit who won the Women's World Cup. I don't follow soccer, and nor should you. Amanda, with a star on the forehead for this joke, I should go on a hunger strike, but for other reasons. Linda is talking to soccer guy's mom. She says, there's this thing called consent, bitch. How would you like it if it happened to her? 
Ryan says, if I were a chick, I'd totally be bi. All right. So that's what's going on with this soccer asshole. The outrage machine is in uh, is in high gear. Look at the kiss. Look at he's really planting it on there. Ruby Alice says she grabbed me, and she her hands are on him. But there's there's no getting around that. I mean, he absolutely went in hard. Uh, Hermoso told teammates during the live stream she did not in- enjoy it. Hey, but I didn't like that. Here's a, here's him giving her more kisses. He's always got his fucking lips on her. Don't kiss the chicks. All right. Uh, moving on. Here, uh, close to home, this story is ridiculous. There's a guy who's showing up at elementary schools uh, holding a sign protesting his parental rights. I don't know why he's going out in front of elementary schools. 35-year-old man standing on a sidewalk outside of an elementary school in Grand Haven, Michigan, holding a sign regarding the importance of father's rights in the context of custody battles. I don't know if this is his kid's school He probably got his kids taken away from him because he's a fuckhead. And now he's showing up in front of schools uh, and everybody is concerned because it's creepy. They think it's like he's going to be a school shooter. So now the parents are pissed off and uh, everybody's wondering what the fuck is up. By the way, Chris says he's a fiery Spaniard about Ruby Alice. Watch the clip of him grabbing his dick in front of the Queen of Spain. <laughs> All right. Okay, audio check, video check. Uh, this is this story about this guy who's making this protest, and all the other parents are pissed off. Come on. Oh, shit. It was an ad. Sorry. Give me a second. It'll all be over soon. We can move on from this. Damn it feel like Corey on his podcast. New at six tonight, a man protesting outside of a Lakeshore Elementary School concerned parents this morning. He was standing on the sidewalk yelling during drop off. We spoke to a parent today who says she hopes the man takes his protest somewhere else. Michael Martin has the story. He's doing it at a wrong time, wrong place. Monday morning, parents in the Facebook group Grand Haven Informed were involved in a heated discussion. About- okay. He's wearing a trench coat and holding a sign in front of a school. What the fuck is wrong with you? About a man wearing a trench coat on the sidewalk outside Griffin Elementary. You don't really know what anybody's capable of, especially with like the shootings that are happening in the world today. He was holding a sign orchestrating a one-man protest regarding father's rights. For that, I'm all for peaceful protesting and everything, but I think that the audience and the location is just a little too raw. I guess. 
I, I thought this was one of the students, by the way, but it's one of the moms. She looks very young. Guess. Kat Colella's kids are in the district, but don't go to Griffin. After hearing about the man's presence, though, she decided to drive by the so-called protest Monday morning. He was um, yelling uh, cuss words and everything at people while uh, elementary school children were getting off of the bus. Well, kick his fucking ass. Who gives a shit? It's a fucking misdemeanor offense. Just a couple dudes get in there. Uh, a couple liver shots, maybe one to the nose, busted up a little. Uh, whatever, you'll be out by fucking lunchtime. Colella posted this photo on Facebook showing several parents standing around him. And then the cops are following him around, and that's taken away from what the cops need to be doing in Grand Haven also. Chief Jeff Hawk at the Grand Haven Department of Public Safety tells Fox 17 the man is a 35-year-old known to the department, saying he has a, quote, history of similar behaviors and has visited the Grand Haven High School and area government buildings. During our investigation Monday into his activities, we came across this notice currently displayed publicly in the department's lobby. Addressed directly to the man, it reads in part, your behavior towards GHDPS officers and staff has been abusive, threatening, and vulgar. Um, so they have a sign at the police station for the next time he shows up. Your behavior toward Grand Haven DPS officers and staff has been abusive, threatening, and vulgar on more than one occasion. On May 16th, you told Sergeant Tomez that his wife is a blank and gives $40 blowjobs. Well, that's actually a, a, a good amount of cash for a blowjob. I mean, if I were giving away blowjobs, I'd probably do it for five. You also threatened that you would be visiting him at his house. So you're telling the sergeant of the police department you're going to go to his house? You told Captain Adams to drink some blank. Hmm. Well, maybe Captain Adams has a fetish like any old Joe. On previous occasions, you have told multiple officers to suck blank blank. Additionally, you sexually addressed, harassed Sergeant Bergstrom on February 17th, 2023. You told her that you would see her later and that you don't use protection. You have been observed sitting in a chair in front of City Hall making obscene gestures at motorists. In May, while visiting the... So this is all stuff that's legal, protected by his First Amendment right, but... The police department is trying to shame him. So it sounds so threatening, though. In May, while visiting the department lobby, you called Detective Rash a mother blanker and threatened to meet him downtown. You have also stalked and followed our administrative staff after work hours in the rear department parking lot. You are in control of and responsible for your behavior. That's all I can see on more than one occasion at least six separate alleged incidents are good thing there's plenty of uh, resources in the ottawa county health department uh to take care of this guy's uh, uh failing mental health 
mentioned. In closing, Chief Hawk writes, Based on your behavior, department staff will no longer engage with you via phone or in-person conversations. Back in 2000... It should say, uh, we're going to shoot next time. 2008, the man was convicted of assaulting or obstructing a police officer in Grand Haven. Fox 17 has tried reaching out to him via phone, email, and social media, but did not hear back Monday. He's just scrambling a little bit, I guess, you know, and it's, it's a sad situation, but I just don't want it to get to a worse point where other people are being harmed. Yeah, you're too nice. Got a call in the cavalry. Finally, this is something that we can let those dumb fuck patriots take care of. And parents tell Fox 17 that this man was spotted at other Grand Haven schools during drop-offs last week as well. What the fuck? What a loser. What a fucking psychopath. Oh, my God. Wow. <clears throat> Tyler says, too bad this guy is not black the cops can't shoot him <coughs> oh my god oh man uh gee i wonder why he doesn't have custody what a dumbass tyler says nothing better to do apparently Corey says that's not a peaceful protest disturbing the peace is not peaceful Jesus, what an asshole. My God. Good times, good times in Grand Haven, Michigan, I'll tell you right now. Holy cow. Uh, all right. Hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane for fun, fun, fun. That's right. I, I finally did have someone hire me for the uh, raised price of $20 an hour. Granted, it was Ashley wanting me to talk to her um, her uh, lesser half, Timmy, how much she loves him. Oh, my God. You guys are ridiculous. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. That was great fun. I'm just kidding. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me on Cameo. I can do just about anything you want. I can do anything you want except for take off my clothes, whether it's a roast or words of encouragement or uh, it could be for uh, – one of your bro friends could be for your wife, significant other, whether they've heard of me or, or not could be for the kids. I can sanitize it for the kids. That's all good. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane superior cleaning and power washing. That is the one and only throat slash Dale. If you need anything power washed, call Dale two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight. Uh, that's two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight. Uh, no matter what it is, whether it's cleaning off the sidewalk, the house, the decorative uh, landscaping, whatever it is, superior cleaning and power washing, 231-740-4098. If you or someone you know is in the restaurant industry, uh, you know, they have to clean off the hood over the uh, grill or the uh, griddle or the fryers, whatever it is. You need a certified specialist to do that. That is Dale from Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Okay, believe it or not, it's time to go tinkle. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case 
with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You gotta try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I will be back. Uh, let's see here. New person. JFK family. Just figured out that EZ is here. How long has Zane been on Twitch? Wow. Well, I'm from Grand Rapids, and to see this guy get support from around the world is crazy. Well, it's some support. There's 43 people watching it. I mean, you could probably count on one hand the different locations. Uh, Most are from Michigan, but some are from the free beer and hot wings days. JFK says, I've listened to Eric for almost nine years since his free beer days. Let's see. Well, welcome. Um, I forgot to kick everybody off. Thank you for the reminder. For you folks watching on Facebook, X, and YouTube, thank you for checking the show out, but you must uh, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. 
if you want the full show. In fact, a uh, that's uh, I just got somebody just signed up now. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you uh, for checking the show out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. One of you reminded me of that. Which, by the way, the uh, YouTube ban is over. Thank God. That was the dumbest thing ever. Holy crap. Okay. Why don't we go around the radio dial and see what's happening on our beloved radio? Tedeschi, maybe? I don't know. He wanted them to receive his flag after he died. And so our staff went. Sounds sad. Not interested. Showed some interest in truth, but now there seems to be no interest in it Religious. at all. of the Jordan was well watered in. Very religious run here. Oh, yes. Starlight. We yeah. That's uh, Grand Haven. Oh, this is... Uh, uh, I guess I don't know what this is. Thank you for spending part of your day with us here at 1570 AM or 92.9 FM WFUR. Tune in Tuesday evening at 9.30 PM for... And Dad gave me, they say one day they're going to round up all that Oh, great song, Bittersweet Symphony. The Verve. Uh, somebody stole Tracy Chapman's song. Continuing coverage. We got North Ray Clam South Fox H Top Pass 38 Top with the line. Your spot. And in Richmond, I had to turn my head a little bit. There ain't Sometimes shit on the radio. Or when I watched a long movie, I had to. A waiting room or in the comfort of your own home. The Play Gun Lake Casino and Sportsbook app is the <laughs> only app I recommend right here in Michigan. Yeah. And remember, if you're a newbie, there's never confidence in the march. And that's less than the current average price of a single thing. That is M-U-S-I-C to two. Hey. 
little Barbies is pretty. Fuck yeah. yes. All of the Barbies is bad. It girls. And we ain't playing tag. Yes. Right. New um, reformed Pudding. government. They wanted to make sure that Sounds the fun. Right now, your oh, chance shit. to see Carrie yeah. Underwood in Vegas. It's that over. I love that song. Vinyl to 95819. Vinyl to 95819. You could be going to Vegas to see her residency at Resorts World on us. Fuck, I really wanted to hear that. Uh, was it Toby Keith? Willie Nelson? I don't know. Some other uh, hit. Love that song. Uh, okay. Moving on. Carlos Santana. This is fucking ugly. Uh, he had uh, some views that he belted out at a stupid concert. Talking about uh, people changing their gender. Uh, look. I cannot fucking say that I know anything. All I know about is me. And if somebody says, hey, uh, I was born a girl and I'm going to be a boy now. Born a girl. and That's what Ash is going through right now. I am to a point in my life where I'm like, hey, whatever. I, 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 I don't, I can't say anything because I have not walked in your shoes. You are the one living this life. And if you feel like, this is what has to happen because and the way, and I believe it, Ash has described it to me as the, an, un, an unbelievable, an unbelievable feeling of uncomfortableness living as a, as a girl and had something had to be done. That's all I need to hear from someone. Okay. It's all I need to hear. And when someone just any old schmuck says, no, they have mental illness. No one has any knowledge of that. It's just somebody spouting off. Now, if, if, uh, if a group of physicians get together and say, yes, we have determined that there is a chemical imbalance Darla, that is causing all this shit to happen to them and that it can be treated. Well, whatever. I mean, that's still not a, not anybody's business except for that person. That's how I feel about it. What gets me is when people like Carlos fucking Santana um, starts explaining what's up and shows his ass. Uh, Bob says, I hate when bands, musicians preach about anything. We all came to hear your music. Shut up and play. Well, there are some times it's a fair thing to say, but this is not one of those times. Maureen says, I don't get why people care so much about what someone else does. That doesn't affect them in any way. M-Y-O-B. I don't know what that is. Oh, mind your own business. Okay, so Carlos, this is what he had to say. This is pretty stupid. Oh, you're lying your ass up. Reality. 
God made you and me before we came out of the womb. When God made you and me before we came out of the womb. You see, even starting with that can be a struggle. Because not everybody believes that. You know who you are and what you are. Yeah, Later on, when you grow up and you see things, and you start believing that you could be something that... I like how the, the, the guy playing the bass is like, God damn it, I gotta continue with this bass line for... Carlos's stupid uh, anti-transgender speech. It sounds good, but you know it ain't right. Because a woman is a woman and a man is a man. Jesus Christ. Whatever you want to do in the closet, that's your business. Oh, Oh, you can only do that locked away. So I'm okay with that. I am like this with my brother Dave Chappelle. I'm totally like. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Okay, so that's very weird. Um, young Adam Schwab says, "Do they schedule these lectures into their shows?" And Corey says, "Dave Chappelle didn't say that much. He didn't. He didn't reveal that much. That's exactly right." Um, now, okay, the shit has hit the fan. So now Carlos is apologizing, which God damn it. Don't apologize. You just make yourself look like an asshole. You need to say, well, yeah, just exactly what they believe. I believe that too. I believe what I believe. Um, to me, you're better off doing that than, saying, I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're just sorry. You haven't suddenly seen the light. You can't be that composed in describing your uh, 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 hatred for trans uh, transgender people uh, and then suddenly have this great epiphany. Suddenly, you've done a 180. Bullshit. I always hate it when people uh, make apologies because... They think that that's going to make it all better. And shame on those who hear the apology and then say, okay, it's all better. Is it? Of course not. Why, why, why should a, an apology change anything? It shouldn't. I wish I could go back in time to all those fucking times that I had to apologize on the radio because I was threatened with my job again. And, uh, and, and, and just not done it. I wish I'd done that because I was going to wind up here anyway. So who gives a shit? Like when I played the AIDS drops over the AIDS commercial, uh, say you're sorry. No. Why? Cause it was fucking funny. And it was always funny. Every time I did that, everybody always laughed at it. Even the other idiots on the show. Carlos Santana apologizes for anti-trans remarks made at concert. I am sorry for my insensitive comments. I want to honor and respect all persons, ideals, and beliefs. Uh, Said in a since-deleted statement. So first he says it, then he apologizes, 
Then he deletes the apology. Well, he can't make up his fucking mind. He knows he looks like a schmuck. Oh, this is great. Jimmy says he now plays guitar for Kid Rock. Blue State Rob says, why doesn't he just say it? It's weird if you want to cut your cock off. Yeah, no, they don't cut the dick off, idiot. They actually uh, use the dick skin to make uh, female genitalia or like female genitalia. Everybody knows that. After Black Magic Woman, I will go into a seven-minute anti-trans rant. <coughs> oh, my God. Um, Carlos Santana issued, then deleted his apology to the LGBTQ community after disparaging remarks he made during a recent show went viral. Hang on a second. Um, let's see, where was I? I got distracted. I feel like Corey. I am sorry for my insensitive comments. They don't reflect that I want to honor and respect all persons, ideals and beliefs. Yes, they do. Asshole. You said them. And now you're in trouble because you're giving these people a bullshit apology. It's much easier to just say, yeah, I, that's how I feel. Uh, time to play black magic woman or smooth. Uh, I realized that what I said hurt people and that was not my intent. Bullshit. You say, I realize that what I said hurt people, but too bad. Uh, and I don't feel the way Carlos Santana feels, as you know, obviously. Uh, Carlos then says, I sincerely apologize to the transgender community and everyone I offended. He said it on Thursday of last week and then removed it on Friday. 76-year-old Carlos said, here is my personal goal that I strive to achieve every day. I want to honor and respect all persons' ideals and beliefs, whether they are LGBTQ or not. This is the planet. Well, that's the opposite of what you fucking said. You're a fucking phony. You're lying. This is the, you're just saying this because you got in trouble. This is a planet of free will, and we have all been given this gift. I will now pursue this goal to be happy and have fun and for everyone to believe what they want and follow in your hearts without fear. It takes courage to grow and glow in the light and you are, and, and, uh, uh, that you are, and to be true, genuine and authentic. We grow and learn to shine our light with love and compliments. Have a glorious existence. Peace. Okay. Just take the fucking L dude. Just say, yeah, well, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, Sorry. Sorry that you don't like the way I feel. If I have to take the way you are changing your gender, you have the, you have to take my response to it. And he has to understand that if he does make that response, there are sometimes uh, things that can fly back in your face. To me, when these bigots actually do say they're sorry, that's telling me that the blowback is strong enough that people are pretty fucking pissed off about it. Uh, all right. Santana's comments come as LGBTQ plus people continue to experience discrimination across the United States. That's what I told Madison and Ash. 
I go, you two are public enemy number one. You two, as a couple, are the most hated people in America. Congratulations. And uh, they, they, they knew that. I go, yep. Uh, so as long as you know that you have to have some thick skin, you got to carry your fucking head on a swivel. You got to watch, uh, watch your back because there's enough fucking psychos out there that they hate you and they want to hurt you. That is the world you live in. You are like uh, black people in the South. Or fuck, black people everywhere. I don't know who's more hated these days. Transgender people or black people. My God, what a fucking nightmare. 13 U.S. states have signed anti-LGBTQ legislation into law. Thanks, Trump. And another 23 states introduced such bills in 2022 alone. Um, According to the Human Rights Campaign, with many of these laws targeting transgender youth and gender-affirming care, Greg Abbott has ramped up attacks on trans youth, directing the Department of Family and Protective Services to investigate parents for child abuse after they provided gender-affirming care for their children. Florida and Alabama have since adopted similar policies. What a fucking nightmare. Speaking of which, my daughter's sexuality came up on the Boomer Bunker. Um, I think what was heard first isn't what was actually what I heard in my ears. I don't think this is that bad. Uh, This person writes, they're talking about Madison on the show. And Bob is not about talking. Blinky Bob was not about this. He wasn't uh, receptive to John talking about it. Um, Jamingo said, no one here listens to Zane, right? Okay. I, I don't know why he would say that because you don't know everybody that's listening. You don't know them by name. Uh, and then basically said he was, okay, you know what? I'm just going to play it. Hang on a second. Uh, this is what John said about Madison. All right. I'm trying to find a... The audio is a little wonky because uh, this person recorded it with their phone, but it sounds fine. All right. I'm trying to find a channel that I regularly... I go in there and talk to this guy. He might have two people in there. I don't care. Sometimes I like... This guy does nothing but interact with with whoever's in the chat. Sometimes I like talking to the guy. Uh, uh, but it won't show up in my fucking list. Did no you... More. You guys don't, none, nobody in here. Okay, so Bob was talking about something that's unrelated. And then John just picks it up here. Something jogged his brain. Is subscribed to Eric Zane's show anymore. I subscribe because I'm a narcissist. And sometimes he yeah. talks about me. So he's got an episode out now where his daughter. I don't know if I would have admitted that. Came out as a lesbian. And uh, he interviewed her. So I was like, no shit. I got anything for that. content, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, honey. That's, his, that's slow his, uh... news month. I need you to come out as a lesbian. We need content. That's actually very funny. <laughs> oh shit. Come on, John. <laughs> I'm not about I'm not about uh, talking about you know, well I'll talk about him. I'm interested. You know, I'm gonna go listen to this. I wanna go see but I, 
that's good. Um, that's that's why I did it. I, I did it because it is interesting. I didn't like say, hey, let's go get content. Sure, people will pay attention to it because it, it is interesting. And I'm well aware of that. But um, this is Madison's. She, she came up with it. I did throw it out there. I go, if you ever want to talk about it, people would like it, would like to hear you talk about it. And it would be interesting. And it would also help a lot of people. But I didn't wake up and say, man, I... I I hope I can get Madison on there so I can move the meter. It wasn't it wasn't quite like that. I'm interested in this. But when it comes to his private life and his, you know, like his family stuff. Well, it's not private not when you it's all. not private when you put, put your show out. I agree with John. It isn't private. Bob, you know, you can say whatever you want about it. I did throw it out there. I don't have a problem with anybody talking about Madison. I but I'm not going to comment on it. Good for him. I'm glad he has as a, you know, I mean, there's nothing bad to say about it unless you want to show your ass and say, I, I hate gay people, but I don't think you're going to get that. At least I, I would, I would hope not. That kind of a you know, relationship with his kid and whatnot and good for them. I hope everything works out for him. I am going to comment on it because it's, it, it's, inter- it's an interesting thing. His daughter came out. All right. And he interviewed her. I can't wait to go listen to it. I think it's going to be entertaining. It's, it's interesting to go listen to. I'm not saying that he shouldn't say anything, and I'm not saying anything about gay people. All I'm saying is he says his daughter came out, and he's going to interview her. I can't talk about that. You can. You may. I can't mention that? No, no, that's okay. I'm just... Okay. I don't particularly want to review that episode. I don't want to... No, no, I haven't listened. I, there's not, I can't review it. I haven't even listened to it yet. Bob is so gun-shy over this. I'll review it on Monday. No, I... <laughs> that's tomorrow. No, I just, I find it, that's... That'll be a Twitch. You know, if my daughter... Slash John Jamingo. Listen, if my daughter came in tomorrow and told me she was a lesbian, I'd be like, okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's your kids, you know. I actually tried to... You know what? I think, I think Bex is just gay for the, for the cred. I don't. I don't know what that's. I don't know what that's up. I don't know who those people are. So that's it. That wasn't. That wasn't ugly. Um, at all. Thank you for mentioning it. Uh, Linda says, "Did Kate accuse you of using your daughter for content?" You mean uh, Stafford Township Commissioner Paul Creer's wife, Kate? No, I, I don't know. I don't think she was on that episode. Uh, Blue State Rob says, don't they realize that if you were that good at moving the meter, you would have made uh, Twitch partner by now. Sheesh. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I have to average 75 people on Twitch a day for a whole month. At this rate, I'll be 99 years old. When that hits, I've just barely started tickling north of 40. It was lower. It was much lower. Now I'll get north of 40, three out of five days, sometimes. So tell your friends, tell your family, holy shit. Oh my God. All right. No, I don't, I don't care if, uh, what Madison and I talked about, because I'm very confident that 
it was an exceptional interview. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am a fucking terrific interviewer. I have gotten so good at interviewing people. I'm not going to lie. I'm really great at it. And I, you know how I, how I learned to do that? I'm not bullshitting you. I'm good at this. It's by listening. Rogan. Rogan and Larry King taught me this. Larry King, I actually interviewed him one time. And I go, what is the key to interviewing people? He said, listening. Don't be distracted. Look them in the eye. And when you ask the first question, the second question will come based on their answer. Always. Joe Rogan does the same thing. Joe Rogan's very good at that. He's almost as good as I. I have surpassed him in my ability to interview people. No one interviews anybody like me. <laughs> uh, as Are you as terrific at interviewing as you are at eating ass? Well, I mean, if you bring it up, yes. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm the best ass eater on the planet. You know, the idea of eating ass when I'm sitting here right now is not pleasant. You have to be horny in order to want to put your mouth on ass. Okay? And then your partner's going, oh my God, he's eating my ass. It's like brave new world. That's what you got to do. You got to get right in there when it comes to eating ass. Now, I don't do it all the time, but there are times when some ass is eaten. All right? Easy ass eater. Uh, Wenji says, remember that guy in Florida that got arrested for having I eat ass on his truck window? No. Uh, what's it taste like? Says, um, it's like um, oral sex on female genitals. Maybe a little bit more acrid. It tastes, asses taste acidic. All right. This is so ridiculous. Okay. Um, all right. There's an idiot from Michigan who is not allowed to visit Yellowstone National Park. This fucking guy, you know, when you go to Yellowstone, like where Old Faithful is, that the, the geyser, um, there's a, um, a path, wooden path made of like a decking and it's raised up <clears throat> and you follow the path through various spots where you're seeing hot springs and, and other geysers. And some of the hot springs are, um, extremely, uh, chemically acidic. Others are just water. It just depends on which one. You don't know what's what. They look very inviting. They look like um, natural hot tubs. Um, you're supposed to stay on the path. Well, this fucking asshole, of course he's from Michigan. He looks like a former Zaniac. Is walking around on the caldera. Now, if this looks like it's from another planet, it's kind of like it. Um, that that uh, What he's walking on there is literally... Uh, um, uh, like a crust that if you, if you ever walked on like a pond, 
Um, you can, you can, it's frozen. You can fall through. That's kind of what that's like. There are spots where it's thin. And if you fall through, you're fucking gone forever. You like go down to the center of the earth and you're, you're just, you, you haven't, you, you disappear. Um, well, he actually walked over a, um, a, that was blowing out hot steam and got all fucked up. And so injury to, uh, insult, he ends up getting arrested and he's banned from Yellowstone park for life. This, despite there's signs everywhere that tell you about the dangers you face if you leave the path. We need to look no further than the guy who decided to get into one of these sulfuric acid um, um, uh, uh, pools and all they found was a foot. He was dissolved in a Yellowstone hot pool. Uh, the foot then bobbed up. And they, they grabbed the foot and it yielded the DNA evidence needed to identify this fucking idiot. Um, the ground is in hydrothermal areas is fragile and thin and there is scaling water, just scalding water just below the surface. Everyone must remain on boardwalks and trails and exercise some caution around Yellowstone's thermal features. This kind of looks like uh, Adam the Odd. You know? Maybe um, he did, you know, gather, added up his, uh, counted his nickels and pennies and was able to get enough uh, gas money to uh, uh, get over there. I mean, if we got a close-up of his mouth, we'd know for sure, but he looks very Michigan-like, this guy. Looks to be a crackhead, long hair, skinny. My God. Regarding the guy who dissolved and only a foot is remaining, some of you have said, is he all right? Jimmy, well done. Concerning ass eating, Hurricane Ashley says, is this a sit on me move or a from behind move asking for a friend? Um, I've always done from behind. That's always best when it comes to ass eating because that way it's easier to get your hand on your crank. And the other hand can hit the other hot spot too. You got to have those hands free to be able to get to the key zones. That's how you do this. All right. So this fucking asshole goes in there to touch the, um, let's see. Dangerously intoxicated. Visiting, uh, veering off the visitors trails in Yellowstone National Park. He sustained thermal burns, now faces federal charges. Jason D. Wicks of Hillman, Michigan. Jason D. Wicks. Hillman, Michigan. Phone number. Hmm. I have a number. These never work. We're sorry. Fuck. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer. Son of a bitch. Every time. Why don't I wait? Well, anyway. 
He ended up getting arrested. And now everything's all fucked up. He can't go back to the park. You must go there, by the way. You must go to Yellowstone. Every time I talk about this, I have to show you the Grand Prismatic Spring. This is not touched by Photoshop. This is how it looks like right now. That's the Grand Prismatic Spring. It's right near Old Faithful. It's like 15 minutes away. We leave Old Faithful. I'm driving in the RV, towing a car. I've been looking forward to seeing the Grand Prismatic Spring since we started planning this trip. Uh, There's a nice observation area near it that you can just walk up to. See all these people there? That's the uh, path around it. It's incredible. I pull in. I'm stoked. I got a fucking nature boner like you wouldn't believe. And the parking lot is the size of Bosco's pub. There's literally nowhere to park. They've got like one spot for RVs and buses. I drive around. I loop around hoping someone leaves. No one leaves. I drove around that parking lot for 30 minutes and there's literally nowhere else to go. You cannot park on the side of the road because it's two lanes. One lane going one way, one lane going the other way. No shoulder, cliffs. You can't do shit. You had to drive like 15 miles to get to another spot where you can even park. And worse yet, there's no place to turn around. And I can't go in reverse when I'm towing a car in that fucking thing. So I'm these real tight turns. And then I'm just kind of like barely making it around these other cars. And I'm like, no, no, I couldn't see it. I drove all the way there. I drove uh, 1,600 miles to see this and couldn't see it. Son of a bitch. And you know what also was terrible about Yellowstone? There's so many foreign tourists um, who, okay, when it comes to seeing nature, if I'm driving through Yellowstone and I see like a mama bear and cubs, I would slow down and get a picture. Now, when you do that, it's a traffic jam. So after we leave not seeing the Grand Prismatic Springs, spring, I'm going to then drive out of the park. Saw a forest fire. That was incredible. But then I'm seething, and then traffic stops. For one hour, it's backed up. And when we finally got to the what was causing the backup, three deer, deer, and it was all Asians. People from other countries, tourists, are stopping and getting out of their cars and, and like stopping right in the middle of the fucking thing to get a picture of the fucking deer. Deer. Godzilla, yes. Deer, no. Son of a bitch, was that terrible. Uh, if you want to advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast, reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. If you know someone that has a business. Now, I specialize 
in moms and pops because moms and pops locally in West Michigan can't afford to market. You can when you advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, it's a podcast. I price it affordably. Uh, so I can uh, make your marketing dreams a reality. And um, between my video podcast and my audio podcast, I will put you front and center in front of more than 100,000 people each and every month. Just reach out to me on the Shoreliners striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I will tell you how it works. If it's not you with the business, maybe it's someone you know or love. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the IT gurus in West Michigan. If you have a small or medium-sized business and you've been like, God, how in the hell am I going to take care of these computer problems? I need an upgrade. This is old shit. What do I do? I don't know where to begin. Sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. That's 616-200-8550 for Blue Frost IT. Pick up an Eric St. Show podcast t-shirt at ericstshow.com. And batting last in the lineup today is A&E Heating and Cooling. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. AEHeatingCooling.net, 616-516-8579 for scheduled maintenance or if there's something wrong. It's going to get hot again next week around here. Again, 616-516-8579. And be thinking about getting your furnace tuned up for the uh, heating season, which is right around the corner, 616-516-8579. I did my fantasy football draft on Sunday. My sweet neighbor said, okay, we're having a fantasy football party, Eric. Uh, And she told me when to get there. She goes, we're going to have dinner first and then uh, bring some sides. And then we're going to draft. I go, yeah, sounds great. So I'm sitting around her Sunday getting ready to go. She texts me and she says, hey, dinner's almost done. Are you coming? And I go, what? I go, didn't you say it was at six? She goes, no, the draft's at six. Dinner's at 5. It's 5.40. I got fucking uh, uh, potato salad and the macaroni salad. I go, holy shit. Now, she just lives in the next street, down the street from Witten. And uh, rest in peace. I go down. We got to go. Walk through the uh, neighbor's yard. Everybody knows each other here. And I, I walk in at 10 minutes till the draft. All the Everybody's eating. I got my fucking potato salad and my macaroni salad. No one's going to eat it. I open it up. I'm the only person that eats it. I'll tell you about the draft in a second. I end up going home and I take, I take, she goes, you want your uh, macaroni salad? And no one ate it. I brought it home, left it in the kitchen, went to bed, left it out all night. I wake up. Throw it in the garbage. What the fuck? Um, Yahoo Fantasy says I drafted a mediocre team. And I know what they mean. Um, I drafted an injured wide receiver. An injured running back. And two and a suspended running back and a suspended wide receiver. Wait a minute. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Out of 16 players, 
two are hurt and two are suspended. That does not sound like a mediocre draft. It sounds like a pile of shit and make it five. I had five because I also drafted Kyler Murray who's recovering from an ACL tear. He probably will not play this year. I drafted a guy who's not going to play this year at all. I ended up ditching him. Now, when I tell you it, it's not going to sound nearly as bad. My quarterback is Josh Allen. By the way, in this league, you can play with two quarterbacks. Like, I have... uh, Goff and Allen and however they do, I get points from both of those guys. I've never heard of that. I didn't know you could do that. This league has two quarterbacks that you can play at the same time. Um, so we can go with, um, a quarterback, three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, a flex and another quarterback which can actually be either a quarterback running. It's like another flex. It's like we have two flexes. Some of you are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. Josh Allen is my quarterback. He's awesome. Debo Samuel, who's a wide receiver in name only. The dude does it all. Some guy from San Francisco named B. Ayuk. I didn't even know his first name. Mike Evans, he's one of my guys hurt from Tampa. Um, David Montgomery, the Lions running back. Kenneth Walker III, my other running back. Travis Kelsey, who's a tight end in name only. He's wide receiver one for the uh, for the Chiefs. Some guy named M. Sanders from Carolina is running back. And Goff. I also have uh, Adam Thielen on the bench. Alvin Kamara who's suspended for three games, I believe. Uh, Some guy named T. Algier from Atlanta is a running back. Some guy named Q. Johnston from the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And Jamal Williams, J-Mo. This 49ers defense is great. And my kicker is Graham Gano. I'm taking on some dude. Okay. Who has a, let's see. My matchup. My team, my matchup. Uh, I'm taking on the replacements. And uh, it he his quarterback is Justin Fields, who I'm waiting for that guy to fuck up. Everybody says he's going to be great, but I don't believe that. All he does is run around like an asshole. Fantasy football with your old pal, Easy. I walked in there and they're all young. It's Diana and I, the fucking grandmas and grandpas of the bunch. And they all have kids that are like three, two, five. Oh my God. I remember those days. I feel so old. Uh, Tyler says personal rule. Never draft a lion. Linda says that she could have helped me. She was the champion of our league last year. Maureen says, <laughs> speaking of bears, there's a bear wandering around just north of me. I hope it makes it to a wassail. 
ladies and gentlemen, that is my time. I appreciate you for being here. I'll talk to you on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's free for seven days. Oh, Kenny says, don't forget about the asshole today, easy. Thank you. Last time we met, it was the kids from Kentwood, the bystanders letting that fucking idiot beat up that chick. That was horrible. Asshole of the day today. Hmm. What did we even talk about? The NFK's colon adventure, the prep, the procedure, NFK <laughs> noises when describing his ulcer. Oliver Anthony, uh, Spain soccer controversy. Uh, idiot, trench coat idiot at the local school. That's It's got to be him, right? Somebody kick that guy's ass, please. Trench coat fuck is the uh, asshole of the day. Could have been Spain soccer asshole and also runner-up could be uh, Carlos Santana or the idiot from Michigan at Yellowstone Park. That is your TC paintball asshole of the day. Thank you, though, for being here. And I'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. One more thing. Dale's up north in the UP. He has no cell reception, so we will be skipping. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Thank you. Bye-bye.